Hello and welcome to another episode of Feel Good with me, Renee. I'm really excited for you to be here today as I have the opportunity to speak with Manuela Welton. Manuela is such a dynamic healing facilitator and she has a background that spans immersion in many different cultures and countries. She's actually spent over the last decade um, exposing herself to different healing modalities that inform her approach to help us connect with our higher selves. And I personally had the profound experience of working with her Oh, on and off, but for a few sessions consecutively, I guess that started back in 2021 in the summer or fall, maybe can't quite remember, but I had a profound experience and her approach is unique in that when she's working with someone and facilitating healing, we aren't necessarily even in communication at that point. We are, um, you know, working on something that I had brought up and, and that she had tapped into, which was this feeling of fatigue and heaviness. And in her sessions, she would contact me afterwards and we would talk through what happened and what she was feeling and picking up on and how she was able to really help me clear some deep energetic blocks and patterns. So Manuela has so much wisdom and passion for living life to the fullest in her compact stature. She's a dancer. She's really like feels like life force in motion to me. And I hold her with such dear reverence. She's the real deal. She empowers us to be our own healer. That is really the intention of her work is to point us back to ourselves. And I know that this transmission was powerful. I felt it as we were talking and even going back and and doing some editing and, and taking notes. This exchange is just going to inevitably awaken a spark or a stirring within your soul. So this is a, a good one to drop into Clear your mind, take a deep breath, really get yourself grounded for what we get into talking about Manuela's approach and her background, her upbringing and how that supports her creativity and her sensitivities, just her journey of emerging into immersion into a multitude of different healing modalities. And she's recently a Harvard graduate. Yes, you heard me right. She is someone who has a passion for continuing to learn and grow. And I'm so excited for you to connect with her and to feel her energy. And let me know. I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. And I hope that you all are doing well, feeling good, feeling grounded, and staying staying positive as we move through what feels like this rapid start to the new year. So enjoy this conversation with Manuela. 
Welcome. Thank you for being here. It's a, it's a joy to be here with you. And uh, I mean, after just knowing you and, and knowing who you are, it's a, an honor to be here. Oh, I feel the same way. We connected. I was looking back at my notes and we connected originally. It was in, I think, spring of 2021, right after I had moved here. And I felt called to work with you and to, to, to be in your energy, really. And I just felt so much resonance and authenticity in being with you. And to have you come today and just share a little bit with the listeners about how you facilitate healing and your work. I'm just seriously so, so here for it. So excited. And yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And, and thank you. After working with you, I know this is such a, you know, big deal. And I, I am, as I said, like uh, to create the space for people to heal through your voice, through bringing people that you've worked with. And I mean, I'm so excited for you in this space. Honestly, it's like it's needed in the world. So I'm very, very excited to be a part of it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I have shared so much about what we have uncovered for me personally and with, you know, some of my close, my close people that to share your voice in real time, it's just awesome. And before, you yeah, know, before we get into, I have just a few things that I'm like, I want to explore with you and I want to, you know, see where we flow today, but maybe tell us a little bit because you are so dynamic and you know, tell us about your, how you facilitate healing work, like how you approach working with people and, you know, allowing them really the space to move through uh, whatever, I guess I felt stuck when I came to you. So that maybe for me is what I was feeling. How do you facilitate the healing work that you do? What does that look like? Well, in order to go there, I think I have to explain a little bit about my background and learning mm -hmm. about the different healing modalities. Um, my background, I actually started very, very young. Um, I remember, I mean, and the more I grow, the more I realize how much as children we have access to our innate gifts. And I was grateful to actually uh, grow up in a, in a family of artists where art was a form of healing. My, my father being a writer, my mom being a dancer, my brother a musician, all these art forms were a way for them to access that gift in themselves. And growing up so sensitive as we all are, I mean, one of my biggest beliefs is how sensitive we are just in, in general human beings. And as we grow, we actually kind of close up. So it's important yeah. for us to just keep maintain open. And growing up in that household, like feeling all of that, you know, was was part of my my learning and my growth. And um, and then having different mentors and, and and going to different communities and different places that actually taught me that like healing and art are are one in the same. And um, in doing so, I actually learned from different people, learned with different people in different communities and different ways of healing. And what I actually realized is that we all have an innate gift, right? And so in my 15 plus years of, of learning and of immersing myself in different communities, cultures, healing modalities and everything, I realized that we're all very different. Mm -hmm. And so how I come to someone or how somebody comes to me with healing 
is actually I don't uh, have a, one way of working. I don't have like this is the way that I mm-hmm. you know box. I actually really work with the individual. So uh, in in me meeting someone, I meet them where they're at, mm-hmm. and I meet them where they've been, and I really feel into where they can go and the potential of them going. And so I utilize all these different modalities that I've learned over the years. And I look at them and then curate a space that feels that that's what they're like, that's what they're calling in. That makes sense. So I bring in the arts and I bring in, you know, the the crystals and I bring in the energy work and the intuition. And then I kind of create like a melange of a space for them, uh, for them, like as them, not like the thing that I'm selling or the thing that Absolutely. I'm doing. Absolutely. We, we co-create it together. That's so beautiful. And part of what struck me immediately with you is I came to know of you through a podcast. Thank you. And it's just the substance and the authenticity that you offer. To your point, you are someone who is fully marketing and themselves online. And I believe I remember hearing that primarily how you have chosen to work with people is through word of mouth, through referrals. and. I'm so struck with how much trust you must have had in that process. Did that, was that hard for you to feel like, or were you really clear on, I don't necessarily want to go out and market myself. Things will, it'll be if it'll be. Like, how did you learn to have that trust muscle that the right people would find you? And this is, you know, your um, your livelihood would continue to expand. I'm so fascinated by that as we are so inundated with marketing and social media and all the things that you're supposed to do. And, you know, that real rigid, just to, it was so refreshing and authentic to see someone that stepped outside of that and has had impact. And, Re- and Renee, I mean, you speak, this, this speaks to your authenticity. This is one of my most favorite um, questions mm-hmm. because I do believe that there's a lot of noise out there and a lot of people actually come to me from previous experiences of working with other people that have been like mainly money oriented or, you know, like this is what I went through in order. It's it's noisy, a lot of mm-hmm. noise. So to actually like clear out the noise to really meet and find the people you're meant to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a really strong belief that if you're meant to be doing what you're doing, all doors will open for you. And so uh, at a younger age, I wanted to act like the acting was like the thing I wanted to do. And I don't know why. Like, it was just like I had a, I, I remember being seven years old and telling my parents, I need to go to an audition. Like, I need to go to an audition. And life took me left, right, left, right. And so suddenly I found myself in the space of healing. And I think that a lot of that space was me coming in from a place of healing myself Um because of life circumstances, I really didn't choose this. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to become, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to support people and facilitate healing. Like that was not a choice of mine. <laughs> I really feel like I was dropped into this space. And I, honestly, I'm very grateful for it. It's been it's been like a lot of learning and, mm-hmm. and growth uh, personally. Um, and because I, I, I didn't choose it um, and I fell in love with it. Uh, I trusting that that's what I was meant to be doing while also continuing to grow in it, you know, so I continue to learn and I continue to heal. And, and in my own expansion of myself, I realized that 
because I'm continuing to work on myself, people get brought uh, into my sphere that are that are working on the same thing. Right. So if I'm working on, you know, I have a deep soul wound around abandonment and I have I, you know, I, one of my biggest works with people is working with abandonment. So we work together, whatever I am supporting them in, they're somehow supporting me. too. And so there's deep, deep trust in that, that like we're all one energy. We, mm-hmm. we are really, truly. And I, though I believe in the power of marketing and I believe in people putting themselves out there. I also believe in the fact that, as I said, like if you're meant to be doing something, things will come to you as they do. And um, and up to this point, trust has been amazing. I mean, like, you know, so, some sometimes I have 50 clients, sometimes I have 10. And it's just actually around. It's not about who I'm supposed to be working with. It's about like um, it's it's really about the like the intentionality behind mm-hmm. it. And if I'm supposed to be working with three people that month, that's who I'm supposed to be working with. So completely trusting the process of, of, of it all. And knowing that, you know, for me also, another big thing that comes to mind in speaking is time and patience. Mm-hmm. People want to get their, their workout so fast. And this is what I'm going to do. And blah, 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 you know, and <laughs> for yeah. me, it's all about patience and like allowing the process to actually unfold and, and, you know, I'm I'm being pushed to teach right now, and I'm 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 just telling spirit like, yes, and hold on, like I'm not totally ready yet. You know, it's because I, I'm still in process, and the 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 lotus or the phoenix is still rising from the ashes. You know, so it's still like in process. I think a lot of where people are right now in time is is feeling like there's not enough time, or that we're mm-hmm. supposed to be someone by a certain age, or we're supposed to be somewhere by a certain time. And I think that's another big part of the trust process is really trusting that we're meant to be where we are at the time that we are, you know, long, long-winded answer. No, question, I, I, <laughs> I loved every second of it. I have chills. I feel such a resonance with everything you shared. I can relate so much to that. It's an internal pressure. Not so much, I mean, although you can definitely look outside and see a lot of external stuff, right, to compare yourself to any given moment in any arena, but the internal pressure of you feel this desire to help, right? I think that's where a lot of it comes from, you know, is this desire to use gifts or to help. You just want to get into action. You just want to be doing it. But it's so powerful what you were just explaining and sharing and having that sense of just um, holding back and allowing things to unfold is it's so almost contrarian to what we see everywhere is that sense of just trust and I'm leaning into that more and more that's been actually a perfect point to make because that has been a big part of since really I met you and have been being more um, just allowing and in the moment and bringing more presence to to really everything but in particular like using my voice and putting myself out into the world so thank you for dotting that because i feel that so strongly and the other thing i would just say i want to ask your opinion on this because i think we might share this in common is i feel so much coming through me i feel like i write and i i, I mean i don't know if it's exactly true maybe it is right i don't necessarily feel like it's me formulating what i'm writing times when i'm you know in a meditative state I process like by, by writing. 
So, so much comes through me and I get a little hung up on what to share, what's for me and what is truly going to help someone else and how to go about that without it being the noise that, that you were mentioning that's out there. Just another thing for someone to read. Like, is that even meant for them? So I don't know. Do you have any wisdom around that or experience with that yourself? Yeah. And before I go there, I just want to say trust is the word for me this year. Trusting yeah. everything. Trusting spirit. Trusting in the process. Trusting. And so having I that to, as a... I have to show you this. This is my little no. angel card. <laughs> so if, you, if, you, if you're going to be listening to this, but I just showed her I have... I have an angel card that says trust on my desk right next to me. And I pulled that. So that's. It's so, it's so true. It's so beautiful. I, I and that's, yes, I'm with you on so the we're trust. Gonna, we're in a lined mission. There we go for yeah. this year. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I just um, had to, to interject that. But yes. So in terms of how do you feel about your creative like what flows through you and what do you decide to share and what do you keep for yourself and how do you feel about that process such great questions and some that i've been sitting with for a long time this one in particular is very um alive for me right now um i've taken off nine months off social media well throughout my time at school you know i i took time off because I was just very present and now I took nine months to kind of integrate that experience and so I've been in a deep um, process of hearing my voice and feeling what is authentic to me because even I was sharing things like you know like little pockets little bursts of things I was sharing and even then I was in my own internal process of who I was and in these nine months, I've had a very strong intention in finding my own authentic voice so that I can be of best support to people in, in my sharing. I don't want to share, you know, like what I'm doing or what I'm eating or this or that, but I'm actually wanting to share a bit of my process. But in order to do that, I had to go inward. Mm-hmm. I had to really listen to what that was within myself so that I could share it from a more authentic place. And I am actually getting ready to come back into that world from a different place you know I think that a lot of and it's it's totally okay you know I think a lot of my sharing last in 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 the time before was coming from a place of kind of wanting validation and it's normal we're human yeah and and but but I really sat with it for the last nine months and I was like okay where do I really want to share from and I think that that comes from my heart you know and I agree that this question is one that I sit with a lot is like, what is for me? What is for everybody else? And one of the things that came to me recently is that I've been given everything that I've been given in order to support someone else in the process. So it is not fair for me to hold on to what I've been given. That being said, doing it in a way where it's supportive and expansive versus an I or an you know, the, the ego is healthy. The I and the ego is very healthy. But coming into balance with the ego and sharing from a place of actual, like, compassion and, like, this is what I've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a dance. And it's a, it's a marrying the ego with also, like, like sharing, healing, compassion. Because I think I've had a love-hate relationship with social media. And I've had a lo- love-hate relationship with all of the medias. Because it's, like... So much of my nine months have been so present where I am, like so present with everybody that I'm with, with myself in it, 
sometimes when you share that energy can dissipate, right? It's like, poof, okay. Right. So you shared that and that's out in the world for people to see wherever they are. You don't even know who's seeing it or who's, you know? But I also yes. do sense that there's a, there's a real gift in sharing your path, like what you're doing here right now with this podcast. It doesn't matter if a, if one person listens to it or if a hundred person listens to it or if a thousand people listen to it, that one person is going to be affected as much as the hundred people. Because I come back to this thought of all of us being one, right? Mm -hmm. So what I go through can help one person. And if that one person is like can find inspiration from it and support another person, you know, I really believe that in the world we're like we are, we're all together in this. You know, us, uh, you know, everybody's together. So we have to unify our our polarity and our voice and our thinking in order to come into it together. So that being said, what you share, what is for you, like closing your eyes and really feeling into your heart what is for you and what is for someone else. Usually, what is for you is for someone else. But then, like, it's it's feeling the authenticity to actually share it with somebody else, right? Yes. So it's a huge question, one that is very, as I said, very, very alive for me right now. And and I think the biggest thing for me is to come to terms that not everything I say is going to be for everyone. Some people are going to disagree and you're going to be okay with that because that disagreeing actually is the gift in it all. That disagreement or that triggering that you're going to create for somebody else might be their healing. And it's also healing for you because, you know, it's okay for us to have differences. So it, it's, a, it's a, you know, it's okay for us to have differences while also unifying the polarity, if that makes oh any sense. There, there, there were so many things you just said I could, I could unpack for probably the next day with you. Because I, I feel like there is this sense of, for me, in the past really what it was, was like an over-functioning codependency of if I say something, I'm responsible for how that person's going to feel. And also, I think this overlays with what we share in terms of being intuitive, empathic people. It's like we feel what other people are going to feel, you know, so it gets real layered in there. And, and that has at times caused me to go into my ego into the over analytical part of my brain where I'm like over analyzing and I'm not in my heart to your point and coming back into your heart you're so right it's the answer it's the clarity that I constantly need reminding on because I will take something and get into these old patterns like I said of just being that kind of over functioning person wants to make everybody's experience just right and that's not my responsibility and that's been such a letting go and a relief that they can have their perception and that can be whatever they need it to be because they're ultimately their vibrations achieving that perception right they're the ones that are going to see what they want to see and i'm not going to be for everybody i mean i think i think i heard you say you're a projector as well right in human design me too. Yeah, I'm close to being a reflector to, at that point. Like I'm a, a degree away from being a reflector. So I'm in between projector reflector. <laughs> I used to. Yeah. I have. Yeah, this is interesting. We don't have to go too far it's down. Because I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we don't have to go too far because I will go far down the rabbit hole of human design if you let me. But the I have my throat defined and my G-Center defined and I'm open completely elsewhere i have one channel 
that's it. Like I had a lot of openness in my chart. Um, do you have the same? Very much so. Have you have you looked at your heart, by the way? I, I like apparently it's very rare for the heart to be completely open, and I have that. Yeah. So I, I can feel that you might have that too. Actually, <laughs> I have a lot of open, which yeah. I mean, it does get it tied back to what we're talking about with we feel all the other solid, you know, defined people in their human design. We feel all of them so much and amplify that in that openness that we have. And so that sense of, again, I've been really coming back to, um, to for projectors, feeling recognized is really important. Like it feels really good to us to feel recognized. So again, that dance though of giving yourself that recognition, I think, and integrating fully yourself before, right? Before you go, because in the past, and I think I have definitely stepped into that. Look at me, look at look at this cool thing I can do, you know, or whatever. But it's so, um, it's such a part of just that, finding that inner recognition of love and like, you know, feeling that validation first for yourself. Right. And that's why that's why I highly recommend months. I mean, I, I've done nine months because I have this nine month cycle thing with myself. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's the births, right? So I really recommend some time within yourself to find that within yourself and not feel like you need that from anyone else. Because then our work is empaths. Our work is empaths, which there's many of us out there. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're an empath. You know, our work as empath is to like kind of strengthen the core. And not allow anyone's belief, judgment, saying to come into ourselves, right? So like, so that we strengthen our core, like we go to Pilates, strengthen core and like reflect that back and say, hey, lots of compassion for you, lots of love back to you. May you find your way, you know, because as empaths, we absorb that and we're like, we go on overdrive, right? And so it's like, no, love you for for your for your wounding and thank you for reflecting that to me and yet like here we are we're growing together you know so compassion i appreciate that so much and while we're on empaths and being an empath i mean i I hear you i feel like everybody is getting i think you mentioned at the beginning that people are waking up to more of their sensitivity and that people are recognizing wait a minute i I know for me, I didn't realize I was an empath until in my 30s. I don't know, but not that long. So how do you feel like that's um, in terms of just the collective, like, what's happening? No, I'm just kidding. Like, what what is happening for the empaths right now? Like, are we really, like, being called forward? Like, do you feel that? Because I know you and I probably connected through that through line. As well. Like, are you working with a lot of empaths? Like, do you? see it in your work that's a big thing so i have i have a big belief that we're all empaths and so the level of the empathy comes from past experience Hum- mm. human beings the human race is by by natural an empath we're all like that's part of our gift is how much we feel actually we come to planet earth to understand how our heart works that's my belief i mean I, you can disagree with me this is what i feel um, but so the, the, the level of empathy comes from past experience. So I, I believe in my own life, I never close my, 
I chose some of the best parents to not close my empathy. They mm-hmm. actually really celebrated the feeling. You know, they celebrated me feeling how the the capacity of what I felt. And what happens is life experience shuts you off from that feeling, right? It, like the heart kind of compresses and it closes off. And there are people that are here actually to lead and facilitate more of that feeling or like that the that which you say about like are we being called up up like you know front on the front lines yes we are because right now astrologically and like in life right now planet earth is isn't going i mean it always is going through transition but right this moment everything that's happening i don't know if you follow richard rudd and the gene keys 2025, 2027, mm-hmm. we're going through this massive awakening. Uh, well, I'm, and I should be careful with the word awakening, but we are going through this massive opening our eyes to who we are as humanity. Yes. So we're being called to the front lines, to podcasts, to to the to the healing facilitation. You know, a lot of people are doing more plant medicine. They're doing more healing work. Where they're doing this has been my entire life. So I don't know what it's like not to do it. Um, but I love seeing people being called forth to it again with this awareness that we're here to support each other, to open our eyes to the fact that we're here for it. You know, we're here for love. That's all we're here yes. for. You know, we're here to love. And so the empathy to me is more about how do we step into each other's shoes and understand what we're here to do and, and who we are. And and OK. This is really for me the most important is listening, right? Like mm-hmm. I think we've lost the capacity to really listen to each other. And I think we each come with such an amazing story and how much we can learn from each other. And I think that's actually a lot of what my work is, is really understanding where we all come from and seeing the stories that we come from and therefore like creating empathy, like creating understanding. Again, what we call what we were talking about in like the person that shows up with their triggers. I show up to that person that shows up with their triggers and I'm like, compassion and love. And I see where you're coming from and I see where your wounding is coming from. A lot of people come in and they're like, oh my gosh, who's this? What I? Judgment, 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 right? So it's transmuting the judgment into compassion and love. And that's ultimately what empathy is. And that's why we're being called at the front lines. It's because we're, we're being asked to blur the lines between judgment, fear, all those negative frequencies, which you were talking about, right? And that's really, I think, in my belief, the role of the empath is to sit, listen, and, and fill with love. I love that explanation because it's so much, I mean, we can get into these labels, right? Like these identities, so forth. And I knew I, you know, I might go love that. And I, you know, to, to be like, oh, I'm an empath. Oh, I'm a highly sensitive person. You know, all those kinds of labels. But I love what you just said because it makes a lot of sense that I think some people have that armor, right, on their heart and armor through their, their course of this life, other lives that they have built up. And so they are an empath. It's just maybe a matter of um, healing and peeling back layers and getting into that part of themselves. I think that's so inclusive and beautiful. I really do. I feel that. I feel so good. I mean, and inside. It's expansive. Yeah, it's expansive. Exactly. And when we, um, you know, when you're able to not be triggered by, I think, other people's contraction or, you know, their process of working through, their stuff right that's like 
where I know for me, that's a lot of my work is not to be oh triggered and bothered and, you know, to stay in my own power, my own heart space. Um, so that I love that you just shared all that because I feel like that is, it's just a really interesting um, perception. I haven't really heard that explained like that before. That's, that's our work as human, human species. You're not alone in that. I, I'm doing that work too. You know, I still haven't figured it out totally yet, but we're, we're going. I mean, it's part of the process. I think that's really what brings us into the human body, right? Because spirit can run far and we go and, but it's coming into the human body where we actually start feeling everything, you know, in a yes. different way. We feel the organs actually make it palpable. I want to transition a little bit into talking about some of the specific results that I had working with you and just maybe allow you to take the floor and share a little bit about that. I think when I came, I'll tell you just a refresher for everybody listening and, and for you, when I came to work with you, I was feeling, and this is, I don't know if this is a thing, but I was feeling this fatigue that was like in my soul. Like I felt like I was just, I should not feel this fatigued all the time. Like I felt like, okay, I've done healing on the physical layer. Still, you know, in different layers, of course, always unpacking and healing different things, looking at different things. But I really felt like my energy was compromised. And working with you was very unique because you said to me, yes, your energy is compromised because you actually have, and correct me if I'm wrong or if I don't get this right, but you you enlightened me to uh, what you were picking up on is that I have a bit of a parasitic um energy stuck if you will or debris so how yeah how do you do you feel into that with people is that i mean i i think i know from working with you that's actually pretty common for people but how do you identify that and and help clear that because i felt just to say before you answer i felt a significant difference in my energy over the course of working with you, obviously it was consistent and I didn't give up after one session. I stayed the course, but it la- it worked, so to speak. It works. Whatever whatever you did and worked with in my field and or through me, you know, working with you, it worked. So maybe could you speak to that? Like what is, because I feel like that is unique to you and your, would you say that's sort of a specialty that you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I work with different people. I mean, you know, I work with also different people that support that work as well. But yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of what I have focused on. And again, I do many things, but that's one of the biggest is uh, realizing that, uh, you know, we're all energy, right? And our mind creates the energy, right? So if I have a bad thought and I think of something bad, I send out that energy, right? And a lot of people are in their mind and creating it's really interesting to actually see how people live in their lives, you know, created by mind, mainly. Um, and, and so, for example, I you always use the example of New York City. You walk out of your house and it's so much, so much stimulation, so many mind things, lots of noise, lots of energies, the rats, the sewage. The, this. I think of that in order to explain to someone how energy works, right? So you you walk out in New Mexico and it's like, desert clean like there's like a cleanliness and you walk out in the place in new york and there's parasitic energy that's what i call parasitic energy. there's a lot of stimulation a lot of mm-hmm. and we we are kind of we're magnets right we 
we talk about manifestation, we talk about magnetization, we're magnets to energy, right? And so a lot of our conversations around energy, we don't talk about how we carry energy, you know, but, but you think of someone with lower frequency and you think of somebody with a higher frequency, regardless of what that is. And, you know, you get pulled towards somebody with a bit of higher frequency, whether they're meditating, they're, they're doing, you know, energy work, they're, you know, Tai Chi, Qigong, whatever you, you want to call it, they're clearing their energy. Um, but we don't talk about that a lot. I mean, I think we're moving into that space of talking more about it, right? And so, so I think whether it's coming from family lineage, ancestral lineages, whether it's just you walking outside and uh, absorbing the parasitic energy, like, or whether it's something actually within your heart that you're moving through that's creating that as well. Um, we, we tend, we are, and I call it parasitic because it kind of creates a picture of what it looks like. Right. And I don't know if you know about um, the water studies. The, I, I can never say his name. Yes, I do. Yes, right. I do. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a similar, similar thing, right? So it's like your energy attracts energy. And so it's about understanding that it's kind of like brushing our teeth. We need to also have energetic hygiene, whether it's through Reiki, energy work, you know, uh, as I said, uh, whatever it is, cranial sacral. We need to be cleaning our energy constantly because we're constantly absorbing from, as I said, different spaces. So it's it's mainly that it's it's just understanding that we also need to be brushing our energetic like yeah, brushing our teeth brushing our energy it's 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 washing our energy and there are ways to do that whether it's the ocean you know the salt water is amazing surfers have some of the best energies because they're out there every morning doing that clearing their energy you know but energy work yeah exactly i love you know some of my good friends are surfers just because they're constantly working they, surfing is a meditative clearing energy because they're constantly doing that they're one with the earth they're one with the nature and they're also clearing their energy constantly but so that's what it is if we basically go into the energy and clear any sort of attachments uh hooks um or just you know things that are thrown at you whether it's envy jealousy that's a parasitic energy so you're carrying that within your system and look right now i'm looking at your aura and it's like it's uh, ooh, it's big is it yeah it is i can see it and the background that you have right now it's like you can really feel your aura like it's wow. <laughs> you know with regards to that do you feel with the do some people are some people more susceptible to the residue of these sorts of energies like it seems to me from my perspective like feeling like a sensitive person in this world like it seems to me that some people can just walk through them all day and nothing bothers them and they just you know doo -doo, you know what are you talking about i'm fine do you feel like some people are more sensitive to picking up things if you will in the yeah. field yes very much so and i always always also say substances are ways to open your energy field and allow things to come in Right. So even a glass of wine, I always say, like, we'll open you. You're giving permission. Basically, your 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 eye is numbing a little bit for substance for energy to come in, even like just a little bit of alcohol, um, you know. So whatever substance it is, you know, it's it, it's it's actual permission to open your energy field for things to stick. Really? I mean, people can just need it. From my years of working, it's very clear. It makes <laughs> a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, what is it? Alcohol is known as a spirit for a reason, right? Like, it's 
Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was used in tra- traditional settings and, and, you know, first nation, like you allow spirit in to come through. Wow. It like, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And even like recognizing where patterns are being repeated in your family lineage too, right? So we, I, this is a big one. <laughs> because <laughs> I think of depression. Yeah, I mean, you look at depression, you look at like, what's my purpose? Where am I? Darkness. You know, there are a lot of symptoms that are tied to different things. I think depression is a lack of purpose and the lack of purpose comes from blockages in your path. That could be a, a, a symptom. But I mean, a lot of pain in the shoulders in acupuncture, the shoulders are actually points where spirit comes in. And so, right, like, again, I have a lot of theories, but one of them is like actual weight in your shoulders that shows potentially that you're either carrying something from your lineage or you're carrying a responsibility that you're not needing to carry, right? And so shoulder pain, um, feeling like, you know, you're stuck, like there's a lethargic feeling in your energy, uh, feeling like nothing's actually making sense or nothing, like nothing, like you're working on things, but they're not coming to fruition, Um, you know, I, I I sense that's mainly and body aches. A lot of body aches come from that. But I think that you would know. I think you would. I feel like if you're hearing this and you get chills, you know, you know, like, mm-hmm. we're opening so much of these spaces for people to just know. Um, but I think the biggest thing is like blockages or or feeling like you're stuck. Yeah. You know, like nothing's moving or nothing's making sense. That's that's a big, big one. And I think also, but I like depression, for example, it's I think a lack of connection too, right? So a lack of connection to human beings, especially right now and where we are with the world. I think, you know, what you're doing, I think connection, I think connecting people, you know, voice, activating our, our power centers, our intuition, our, our voice, our heart, our bodies. This is the biggest thing we can be doing in, in supporting people in doing so. All right. Yeah. Well, what struck me about what you just mentioned that I feel a resonance with is helping people be guided back to themselves, back to their own intuitive power. Right, that's where it all, that's where it all connects. And so, helping people to get clearer the sensations that they're feeling and trusting themselves and all of that is so much in my heart um, to share with people is to guide them back to their own inner knowing and their own truth and their own intuition. Which is what you're doing. Yeah. So now my responsibility in some ways to support people, like people like you that come and it's, can I, you know, I'm not pushing this on anyone. And that's why I'm like, you know, whoever comes is because they're meant to come. That's right. Um, and then, but that's why it's so many different things. But absolutely what you said, I think the biggest thing more than anything is to support. And that's the Aquarian age. That's where we're moving into. It's to support everybody in being their own healer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're your own healer and my own healer. And, and it's just supporting people and gathering the tools for that to actually happened and and i think more than ever people are more vulnerable in doing this than than they've ever been before you know i see it in my own family like the the vulnerability to actually step into becoming that healing and the healer yeah it's happening i think rapidly more and more i'm I'm like even noticing shifts that are happening right before my eyes i'm like like that person would have never never come to that level of compassion or empathy even you know, a few months ago, right? It like seems like things were really rapidly kind of unfolding. I was thinking, like, also the other thing that I feel aligned in finding each other, their sistering the infrastructure, like that is a big part of it. Bringing conversations from people, right? But you're going to get something that you need 
that you that will help you or or support you and that sense of community more localized community is also part of that transition coming in the next couple of years it's exciting we're going to see a lot of grief, you know, we're going to see, I mean, we're already seeing it right now with yeah. the floods happening in California, with the earthquake in Turkey and Syria, with the fires in Chile. Like our world is is moving through a massive transition. And one of the things that I feel coming in back to New Mexico is what happens when we go through these initiations of sorts. We come together as community. We come together. There's no such thing as like you and like mm -hmm. uh, them and us. You know, it's yeah. like how do we actually come together to gather our resources, to gather our knowing, to gather our knowledge, to come together and support each other? And what is you know the pandemic, whatever it is, like how do we come together to support one another and actually moving through this together? And we're about to see more of this, you know. And so it's really actually bringing our bringing community. You named yeah. it. I think unity, compassion, love and activation so it gets real clear what matters real quick right well yeah. we're gonna wrap i wish we had more time but could you I, before we part ways for today could you possibly share like in terms of energetic hygiene there are a few things people could actually tangibly take with them and do what are your favorite my favorite I used to put a lot of external validation on energetic clearing, mm -hmm. but the biggest favorite things now that I do is actually work with the mind because everything is created with our mind, right? So I, even if you put like a huge salt water bath over you and just clearing that, you know, um, but also salt water baths are my favorite and mm -hmm. rosemary um, and uh, so the ocean and of course, uh, incense, kapal, all of those tools. But I think one of the strongest things that I want to empower you to do is to support your mind in creating that energy around you, right? So just like thinking of your energy transmuting, that's that's where we're moving, is to utilizing our mind to supporting and clearing ourselves without any need of anything else. A year ago, I would have told you thousand other modalities and techniques, but today I'm really adamant about supporting people and actually doing that transmuting it quickly with their mind and in doing that everything will clear for them for clarification is that the visualization this is part of like the uh clairvoyant gifts if you feel like you have more of a vision voyant if you have more of an auditory bring in the sound to support you in washing away you know if you have the sentient what does it you know go into the bath and feel it and that so every all of the all of the ways really like support you but for you for example personally i would say the vision clearing with you know even just thinking about smudging yourself that's like that would support you but also while doing it maybe yeah yeah i oh, i appreciate that we that we moved through today and thank you this was all so beautiful and being in your presence it, i have such reverence for you thank you if people would love to connect with you what is the best way to do that my website manuelawelton.com uh, uh, you can send me an email and um, or my instagram manuelawelton okay so I'm, I'm very open to connecting i love people so 
Oh, I love that. And I love you. Thank you for being here. I love you too. Thank you for having me. I love it. This energy. I'm so excited for you. This is, woo. Bring this part into the world. This has been one of my most favorite conversations. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post on social media, or leave a rating and review. It would mean the world to me. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me over on Instagram at feelgoodwithrenee. Thanks again, and I will see you next time.